Before starting, I just wanted to inform all that we had some recording troubles during the making of this episode. As such, you may hear some background noise for the first half of the episode. There are a lot of individuals out there who are very dissatisfied with the world. Uh, they have no hope or sense of reason to enjoy life. They see all the problems in the world, whether it be political, uh, economics, or uh, whatever social issue. And they just, they've been very, very, very pessimistic about the world as a result of this. They have almost no sense of this optimism for the future. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm going to quickly say a little bit of a story that uh, happened to me this past week. Uh, Absolutely. Go ahead. So I was uh, working um, at my part-time job, and uh, one of my coworkers um, was around my age, uh, we, we were talking about the country and what we wanted to do uh, in the future. Um, and, you know, of course, I have my things that I wanted to do. Um, but his answer was a lot more, <laughs> a lot more trying to go with the flow is basically the best way to summarize it. Um and the main reason for that is because he basically said that he was very, very pessimistic. Um, he looked at the state of the country as it is right now, where it's kind of, where it almost seems like it's going. Um, you know, doesn't like the current leadership, doesn't like a lot of the the very common problems that we see. Uh, in our society, and he almost kind of was trying to throw the towel in. Um, just very, 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 very pessimistic. Um, and it kind of got me thinking about this topic um, and how we see pessimism being become more commonplace because people, they see what the world is going to um and they just they have no they have no optimistic outlook on life and they almost don't even want to try um do anything about it um so to kind of ask some questions about this um are these individuals right to believe uh that there's nothing hopeful to look forward to in the future are they in the right for being pessimistic given what's going on in the world well uh let me think about this uh proper way first of all you know uh, the pessimism you know it's being pessimistic about something that's that is the result of something right it's a consequence something right right it's not like pretty person decides to be pessimistic you just become pessimistic because of something either the point of view thinking decision making you know things the person see around and so on 
Now, if is it uh, correct? Well, again, as a consequence, I don't really think about it. Uh, just comparing, you know, our world, you know, with the world 50 years ago. You look at, you know, the, from the materialistic perspective, it's very, you know, interesting because people have everything nowadays, or almost everything, right? what they were dreaming about. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back, you know, again, 1970s, even, even later, but yeah, 1970s and 60s and so on, people were dreaming about, like, well, I'm going to have my own house, having my own car. You know, I'm going to have, you know, all these, you know, cool toys at home. And I'm not even talking about it now about computers and cell phones and so on, because that was kind of even beyond imagination at that time, right? Right. But at the people same like, time... Oh, yeah. sorry. So people that got all this stuff, stuff, I got to emphasize that, stuff, and majority of people are not happy. That is uh, not, I'm not, you know you know, quoting something, you know, from the newspaper or from magazines, but just that's a perspective of what I see, you know, on an everyday basis with the people around. The people you meet at the work, people you meet at the school, people you meet at a gas station, you know, people you see at the stores and so on. Generally, people are very, very unhappy. So, obviously, the focus on the stuff not going to make people happy. Not going to make them optimistic. Right. Well, so, but, I mean, you mentioned mm -hmm. about like people having houses and, um, well, I mean, also that's kind of both true and also untrue. Maybe they have a place to live. Um, mm -hmm. and all, you know, we technically don't have, uh, as many homeless people or like the percentage of people that are homeless. But at the same time, um, there's a lot, you know, there's a housing crisis, right? So a lot of people can't even afford a home, right? So they're, maybe they have a, a, a place to live, but it's just like a, an apartment or if they do have a house, they're saddled with so much debt, so much mortgages, or they're trying to do refinancing. So, yeah, that's correct. But uh, I I noticed this kind of behavior for the people long time ago, not just now. Mm. We got you know housing crisis and uh, you know economy is uh, down, and uh, you know we are you know living you know in a times when it's kind of hard to pay for certain things. I don't mean just now. I mean, like generally, like let's say, like last five, ten years, something like that. Mm -hmm. People got a very pessimistic, you know, point of view. Because, and again, I, I believe so is because of the focus of the, most of the people. The focusing on the things which doesn't bring them happiness. I mean, honestly, I think, I believe that they would be unhappy no matter, no matter how much stuff, you know, how much money they're going to have. Right. Obviously, our, you know, our we're wealthy elite, they dealing with the pessimism every day. I mean, look how many of them. <laughs> and they have, they have literally everything that they could ask for. 
yeah, including yeah. power, right? Yeah. You read pretty much every couple of months. You see, you know, some, uh, some, you know, movie star or some singer or somebody, you know, pretty much well, well off to do committed suicide or, you know, mm-hmm. or got hooked up on drugs or alcohol or whatever. Right. So I think that's, that's again, what people are focusing on. And no matter how much stuff you're going to have, it does not going to give you, you know, the peace in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will not. It might going to give you temporary something, you know, like you got a present, right? Or you, I don't know. I'm going to, it's imaginary, right? Uh, uh, like, for example, you're going to get a new car as a gift, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to be happy about a new car for a few weeks, but then eventually going to evaporate. Right. Just the thing. Talk about it before. Physical thing, right? Not give you something emotional. Permanently, mm-hmm. right? It's the spiritual things, and there are the physical things. You're looking for the spiritual thing, which one of them is the happiness, or let's call it a peace in heart. You're not going to get it from the physical thing. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. That happiness, that peace, peace inside, that's pretty much, it's kind of like where your soul, your heart is at present. It's got nothing to do with the rest of the stuff, you know, around. I mean, obviously, people are happy, you know, in the past, and they had almost nothing, mm-hmm. almost nothing. They were still very, very happy. People are in prison, for example, for because they were, you know, thrown there by some uh, oppressive regime or oppressive government, and they were happy in that prison. They had peace in mind because they were doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's why the people, I think, are pessimistic, because no matter what, they still don't have the peace in heart. Mm, yeah. If you don't have peace in your heart, as a consequence, you are very pessimistic. That's from my my even my from my own you know from my own life. Okay? So the question then is, how to bring the peace in your heart inside you? Right. That was kind of going to be my be, next question. You know, how how does one stay? Um, I mean, I wrote it as how does somebody stay positive and motivated to do good when times are hard? Um, mm-hmm. But that kind of, I guess, builds off of, uh, of what you just asked right now. Um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, I read about uh, saints from the past, you know, about mm-hmm. holy people from the past who were... Uh, I would say correctly, uh, who were, you know, oppressed. Say, for example, in the Roman Empire, you know, first Christians, mm-hmm. or, you know, or so on, right? Or people, you know, who were really struggling because they were trying to do the right thing, and, you know. Right. And uh, it always comes to uh, Christianity, 
your soul wants to be with God, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the things which is everlasting, right? Right. Created by God, given to you freely. And one day, at the point of the death, that soul, that everlasting soul, wants to be back with the God. Closer get to the God, more the soul is going to be in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take it to yourself, right? Your own soul. You have your own soul. God gave it to you at the birth. And God wants to be back with you again. That soul wants to be back with the God again. The further that soul is going to get away from the God, even if so, it's like, yeah, well, that guy's living or that woman is living a pretty nice life. Look at that. You know, success, successful, right? It's a doctor or engineer or making all kind of money and okay, got a huge house and going on vacation every couple of months and a great car, you know, and, you know, and so on. Well, but if that person, a particular person, is walking away from the God because of that particular lifestyle, mm, yeah. the person is going to be very, very unhappy. It's going to be yeah. very, very, very empty inside. Those people who are very, very materialistic-minded – yeah, they yeah. tend to be very, very unhappy. They tend to almost yeah. feel like they live their life um, without really much of a purpose. Mm-hmm. So let's so, take it back, you know, to our present society. But there is no question that it, at least last 50 years, if not longer, been slowly but steadily walking away the God from Jesus Christ, from our faith. Mm-hmm. You know, from being the, mo- the most important thing of your God, most of all, put God on third, fourth, fifth place, you know, after the family and the work and my fun and so on, then there is a God maybe somewhere there. And by doing that, we become very, very unhappy people. Even didn't realize it, but we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, after all, you live in, you look at, you know, people who are, for example, living in monastery, or religious monks or religious sisters who are truly living that particular religious life, not, you know, this, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, fake, you know, fake monks and so on. But really, who are living really for the God and they are unbelievably happy. Right. Oh. They, don't, they don't even seem bothered by the world's problems, yeah. economy or politics. They, exactly, exactly. You, 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 you ask them about it and it's almost kind of like they've been living under a rock, like, yeah. because it just yeah. doesn't bother yeah. them. It doesn't affect them. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is the answer for that. To God on a first place, because that's where God belongs to. Mm-hmm. After all, you know, he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, for us. I mean, what parent would, you know, give up his own child for somebody else? But right. God did it, right? That shows a lot of love for us. Mm-hmm. It shows that God really wants to be with us, wants to have your soul one day be with him. Therefore, we got to do it back to him as well. You gotta put God on the first place in our life and live according to his directions. And they are very, very simple. After all, again, <laughs> you 
even a simple fisherman right, could understand it back 2,000 years ago. So why not us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to have the will to do it. If you're going to do that and to live according to God's directions, we're going to be truly happy. I'm not saying that give up your life and give up your work and become a religious, you know, monk or religious sister. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. Just the priorities. The God is at the top. Everything else is below that. Mm -hmm. Live according to this. If you don't know, if the person doesn't know what God is expecting, read the Bible. Meditate about God, pray, go to the church, and God will talk to you. That's the other thing. Like the people say, well, I, well I, okay, well, God doesn't talk to me. Well, really? <laughs> Have you tried to talk to God first? Did you open your heart and let Him talk to you? Well, most of the people there tell you, well, not really. Right. Well, well, sitting on a sofa is not uh, and just uh, <laughs> let your mind flying, you know, that's not a talking to God. Yeah, as much as some people want to make it believe like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so you got to open the God, you know, heart to God, to Jesus Christ. Let Him talk to you. He will tell you. And again, He wants you to be with Him. So He will do everything what He can to bring you close to Him. Right? and uh, bring you one day, you know, to the heaven. That is, again, that's the God's most important thing, what He wants from us. God doesn't care about, you know, our country really much, you know, about society and so on. That's just mm -hmm. like what we create ourselves. That's our own creation. You know, that's not a God's creation. God doesn't create a wars, doesn't create uh, different segments of society and poverty right, yeah. and uh, that's what we created ourselves. That's our own doing, you know. That's so blaming God. Well, God, why God allows this and that? Well, hey, we created this mess ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to fix this mess ourselves as well. But about the soul, yeah, that is what God wants. Once soul come freely back to Him, because mm -hmm. after all, we have the free will, right? And at the end of the day, you know, we are. Um you know, the, the, as you said, the problem is here on this world, right? Which, as we all know, is, you know, not of God's kingdom, right? His kingdom is not of this earth, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, the problems we that are here, they're of our own doing. And that should, I hope, as it is for me and I hope as it is for many people, that should be a calling to want to do something. Right? That should be motivation mm -hmm. to see these problems, not as a setback, but as more as an opportunity that we've been given to actually try to solve those problems ourselves. You know, and of course, it, we can't do everything by alone, but together, you know, we can solve these problems in our world one step at a time. Yeah. I give you a little story. Sure, uh, so, something I guess uh, to end on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It's a little one. Last night, uh, as I told you, I went for the adoration in a church. Right. And it was, I was in a church from midnight till one o'clock in the morning. 
and I just spent that one hour, spent that one hour in a prayer, contemplation, meditating about God, what He wants me to do with my life, and so on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, from the physical point of view, right? I, I mean, I was tired, really tired, right? Because I had <laughs> you went at midnight, before. so yeah. <laughs> yes. And I went at midnight when I wanted to go sleep. I went, I had to drive to the church, you know. And then drive back, of course, right? And uh, so, from the physical point of view, I should be tired and upset and, you know, depressed and really, you know, like really all the bad stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Feelings. Yeah. But that didn't happen. I came, I came home and I was, you know, completely at the peace. Completely at the peace. Mm-hmm. Because, and again, the peace is state of mind. It's not a physical state, it's a spiritual right. state. And I felt very optimistic, even I didn't know why. I, I mean, because the soul, my very own soul, given to me from, by God, only from Him, was very close with God this one hour when I was praying and uh, and it's slowly kind of getting closer and closer to him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that really brought the peace inside me. I can't even explain it because we can't. We're not going to be able to explain all these things because that's beyond our understanding. Because again, God is a creator. His knowledge is just completely immense. We cannot understand even a single percentage the stuff, you know, which God does, right? It's just mm-hmm. beyond our capabilities. It's completely useless to think about it, you know, how God is doing. Forget about it. Just God did create you, gave you life, gave you soul. Get close to him as you can. Right. Whilst living your life according to his will. And miracle will happen. Miracle will happen you will just suddenly feel peace inside you. Mm-hmm. All the pessimistic point of views, or the anger, you know, about society, about politics, and depression about people around you and so on, that all is going to disappear. Because at the end, it doesn't really matter at all. It doesn't matter how bad the things are around you, if you do the right thing, you will come back to God. You will do the right thing. And that's a pretty good note to end on, I think. Um, that'll be it for this week. Uh, in the next episode, we'll talk about the importance of planning ahead um, and how to apply that to small and large things and aspects in life. Uh, If you have any questions, feel free to send them to us and we may answer them in a future episode. We'd appreciate it if you could follow us on all social media. And until next week, thanks for listening. Take care and God bless. Godspeed.